0: If you or a loved one are suffering from extreme withdrawal, increased irritability, or explosive diarrhea due to the lack of survivor content in your life, welcome to the fucking show. All right, everybody, we're back. It's another edition of the Reality Gurus podcast. As always, I am Louis Colangelo, and I'm joined by also, as always, David Mack. Dave, how are things? How'd you like the first episode?
1: Oh, uh, it's it's good to be back. I missed it too much, too much. Yes, it's, it's been on my brain all day yesterday and leading up to it and today afterwards.
0: Yeah, I actually I love this Thursday recording thing because Wednesdays, like okay, Monday Tuesday sucks, right? Mm-hmm. But then Wednesday, looking forward to Survivor. Thursdays now I'm looking forward to recording after work, mm-hmm. and then Friday is Friday, so it's yeah, like. I
1: know. Yeah, it's, it breaks up the week nicely.
0: Yeah, this is best decision we've made so far, I think. Um, okay, so lots to unpack. We had a two-hour episode. Um, we're gonna start how we normally start. We're gonna dive into tribal council. There were two this time, so I think we will start with what was the more eventful tribal council, that is the Green Tribe. I think I'm I'm probably the only uh, Survivor super fan that kind of refuses to learn tribe names at this point I have um, them written
1: down but I never remember them we always refer to them like
0: if you look, go
1: back and listen to our other episodes I don't I think you may refer to their actual names more than I do but I always call them by their color tri- Their color.
0: if it's two I might try these ones there's three tribes and they're all like two letters and it's like yeah. what the fuck it's hard to I think <laughs> yeah. green is Ua, right it is Okay, Ua,
1: blue is Luvu and yellow is Yase.
0: Listen, if I had a dollar for every time that they had a blue tribe with a short name that started with a, an L, I'd be very rich. They should have a Lewis tribe, actually. Now I'm thinking they about should, it. They should. Um, Cast okay, only yeah.
1: Lewis's for that tribe,
0: yes. <laughs> oh man, I, I met an, another Lewis at work, it's kind of crazy. It's like the first <laughs> time I've met a Lewis who I'm not related to that spells their name the same as me. I was just going to ask you that. Do they spell it your way yes. or the other way? There's so many L E W I It's just, mm-hmm. there's too many. Um, okay. So let's hop right into it. The green tribe went to tribal council. Uh, Sarah was voted out four to one to one. Ricard, Brad, JD, and Shan were all the votes for Sarah. Um, Jeannie voted for a card from the fucking moon. Um, And then (laughs) Sarah voted for Brad. So, no votes ended up coming to JD. And usually we start um, talking about, you know, why the person who got voted out got voted out. But I kind of feel like most of this episode was centered around the will JD go home or not. And it ended up being not, so there was another person to go home. But I really thought he was the star of the action in this episode. What is your, like, first thing off the top of your head about J.D. this episode?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, me and Alyssa, we watched this, we FaceTimed and watched watched the episode together yesterday. And uh, like, I said, as soon as the first time that J.D.'s name got thrown out, as to like, hey, we should like, maybe vote him out like you know when he came back from getting his advantage and they were like oh he's pretty shady maybe we should go for him yeah i said there was like an hour left in the in this in the episode that night and i immediately thought there is way too much time for him to be going home (laughs)
0: yeah the two well the too early train did not come for someone else later but (laughs)
1: that is true that is true uh i like i like jd i think he just maybe misplayed a little bit and the, the tribe just ran with it. That's typically what happens in the first week. Is that someone makes like a small error and everyone's like, "Oh, we gotta vote him out now" because we don't know each other yet. Uh, I
0: thought I thought it was a little. I think it's definitely getting off on the wrong foot. I don't think it's like he's an outcast.
1: No, no. I think it's just.
0: I I thought it was very weird that i I felt like they had like a compilation of him like vibing with everyone, and then you saw, Sarah. Shan and Ricard who I thought were going to be the decision makers of this tribe tonight uh, they Sarah immediately says she's rubbed the wrong way by him and Ricard is like was already out on him and I was just very shocked that it, it turned really quick I thought and then it stayed that way for a really long time um, do, you, do you think well I, I guess I want to talk about you know, it it ended up being sort of between Sarah and Brad in the end. And I'm wondering, do you think like what percentage of this do you think is okay, J D, he got in a bad spot and he fought his way out of it, or kind of those other people changed their minds and he ended up on the right side of it?
1: I think it's I think it's more the latter. I think that he he did a couple things that like rubbed people the wrong way initially Mm. and I think we got we got played a little by by the editing team hmm. in that like they actually didn't dislike him that much because I mean you probably say something good and something bad about everyone in the first day, you know. Yeah, that's you a good point. Just cut it together to make it look like nobody liked him. I don't really think that's the case. I mean, I find it hard hard to believe that they all didn't like him. I think it's more that uh he was just like the first guy to like maybe make a misstep and then by the time tribal rolled around, they were like, oh, actually, these other people were a lot better decisions for our tribe.
0: Yeah, so first one I want to talk about is Brad. <laughs> holy mistake. I yeah, mean, what was that? There is... Dude, you have I to... Get, I, I don't
1: get cable out in Wyoming. He's not a big Survivor fan. That's not yeah, the way the
0: he game. can't be because holy shit. Okay, so you're in a group of four people. You are one of the four. So you are speaking to three people and you say you think the two biggest like targets for the night are two of the three people you're talking to how on earth do you do that yeah I mean, And he like instead of like it's very strange because like when you say that i don't know if he like said it and didn't realize they were there like i don't know how you wouldn't but like i don't think you so. can't think
1: even like he's basically like uh i think
0: it's you two yeah, I actually kind of like what he did more than if he was like hey, uh oh, that's not what I meant. I was talking about, you know, cuz then it seems like oh, well if we weren't here, he would be targeting us behind our backs. Yeah, like, at least he's, least he's kind of being honest. <laughs> Just he's being terribly honest. Yeah. Um, emphasis on the terrible. Yeah, that was really crazy and I thought I I was kind of a pussy i tweeted and then deleted a thing where i said i think there is a good chance that brad goes home right now <laughs> i said i don't think the edit supports it but i think there's a good shot that he goes home and uh because other than that he didn't really seem like he was being targeted at all other than no. like he made that thing and people were like what the fuck <laughs> but yeah right yeah so although it, it kind of came down to sarah and brad it sort of felt like it was coming down to will Ricard and Shan side with Sarah or not Brad, but JD. Yeah. And they, it seemed like they were the two. And it was very strange to me that, you know, they start the live tribal thing. And I think we're going to get into that more a little later. So I don't want to talk too much about that, but there's a point where Sarah is telling Shan and Ricard that she's nervous. and, the edit at this point points to the fact that the three of them are on the same page. And I even thought there was a situation where there could be a tie because it seemed like Brad and Jeannie were on the same page and that Brad was down to ride with JD. And I thought mm-hmm. it might be a three, three situation. Yeah. Um, so we, we have Ricard and Shan end up switching and I think for J.D. and Brad, like I said, I think this is kind of the only move for them to make. Um, I think Sarah was the like, Sarah was the name on the other side that was being thrown around. If you're going to, you know, not turn on each other, you all have to vote for her at that point. So I think that's fine. What did you think about Ricard and Shan's decision to turn on Sarah, who it seemed like the three of them were pretty tight?
1: Um, I think... I mean, I think for the tribe, that's a better decision than than JD is to get rid of Sarah. Mm-hmm. I personally didn't like Sarah very much, so it's easier for me to justify that being yeah. out there. Um, she was cry city. Uh, I, I mean, classic it's tough, woe it's tough is
0: tough me. Tough. Yeah. Oh yeah, big time. That was the quote from uh, last night. I wanted to give you yeah. credit for. It.
1: <laughs> I, I said big woe is me, girl.
0: Yeah. Mega woe <laughs> is me.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, it's hard to it's hard to really say, like, what's a good move and what's a bad move. You know, we've only known them for an hour or an hour and a half at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it ends up being the right move. I think you need to do – especially – is it every week that two are going and one is winning tribe-wise?
0: I doubt it. I think that was just a, uh, you know, we're doing a shortened season. Let's hit the ground running. Let's knock two people out on day one okay. or day two. I,
1: I mean, I still think in in the – in the tribe phase, it is important to keep your, keep your tribe strong. Um, I think JD does that. I think JD also provides a lot more positive morale around mm-hmm. the camp. Not, uh, <laughs> it's not going to cry twice. An yeah.
0: The, the queen of cry. Yeah. Um,
1: I think it was ultimately the right move. I don't know how it's going to affect their relationship with, as far as fitting back into the majority. I'm kind of worried about that.
0: Yeah. I, I, th- First of all, Sarah was not what I thought what I thought she was going to be. Um not a ton of intestinal fortitude, I would say. I think uh I think she she's the kind of person that if if things went well for like a week, um you know, I think it might have been a different story. I don't want to totally shit on her, but I think the fact that they lost the first challenge, well they won the first challenge actually, but they they lost the first immunity challenge. And a lot of it was her fault. Um, I think it frazzled her a little bit, and I think we yeah. saw the worst of her right off the bat, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Um. I mean, she came I, right
1: back to right back to the to their camp after the the immunity challenge, and was like, "Well, it's me," and started crying. You know, like yeah. Come on now.
0: <laughs> I think. Look, I'm okay. This is going to sound like I'm doubling down on something that's not true that I said before. Um, I actually think if I was Ricard and Shan, I think the person I would vote out is Jeannie. And I know it's like, out of nowhere, she had a good episode, I thought. I will say that. I was very low on her, and I thought she had a good episode. That being said, I think that Ricard and Shan are actually the two that I thought those two and Sarah were a three. Mm-hmm. I think those are really the two. And I think... You have Sarah is someone who is, like I said, in a really bad situation. If she can lean on you guys and you keep her safe on day one, I think that goes a long way, having her back. Yeah, I think I would maybe keep her if I was them. Mm-hmm. And you get to that point And like you said about keeping the tribe strong. Now we'll, we'll talk about it a little more uh, with Abraham slash Eric, but I think, uh, I don't necessarily default to keep the tribe strong, but I think when it's sort of a toss-up between people, I would lean on that, mm-hmm. and if you're like, okay, it's the three of us for sure, who else are we keeping? I think the obvious two to keep are Brad, I think you can't get rid of in that spot, Yeah, and JD, I think I would also keep over Genie. So that's kind of how I land on that. It's a, like, by default thing, and that's actually, like, Sort of shitty because like I basically said that what I would do is like sort of what I hope people don't do, which is just yeah. like vote for the obvious, like the uh, prototypical first boot. So kind of lame, I know. But I think if I was those two specifically, that's probably what I would have done. Um, also, can we talk a little more about Ricard? Because for our one, he was on fire. Yeah. I loved what I saw from him. Oh yeah. And I thought I thought he was sort of starting a little bit to overplay where it's like, you know, as soon as someone else has the same opinion as him, he's emphatically on that side. You know, he doesn't just agree. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, this is like he's a little over the top, but you know, that might just be his personality and then I thought the live tribal is big time like overdoing it for from him. yeah. I thought that, uh, you know, the, the thing with the live tribal is, I think you don't want to be, you can whisper, because I think that sort of happens. I think you don't want to be the first person to get up. Right. Because then you're sort of becoming like an agent of chaos. And there was a point where the three of them, Sarah, Shan, and himself, were in the corner, talking, and, it seems like they're deciding between JD and Brad and you know, you can kind you can keep them calm in that moment by just uh, like agreeing with them. And I feel like JD and Brad at that point, they probably were on board. They were probably voting Sarah at that point anyway, right? right? Yeah, I would think so. So what is the reason why Ricard needs to get up and whisper to JD? Because even if he is voting Sarah off now, Shan doesn't know what you're talking about. And it's like, and she's the one that you're really trying to be loyal to. So, I I thought it was a big overplay. Do you? I think you agree, right?
1: Yeah, I do agree. I think that, I think that he is going to be, um, I think he's very unsure of not how the game works, but just of obviously of what everyone else is going to do because that's basically the main. <laughs> the main yeah. part of the game is figuring it you, out you don't know you don't know what everyone else is going to do but yeah. i I don't think he is content not knowing what everyone else is going to do i mm-hmm. think he's overplaying because he needs to know what everyone's decision is and it's gonna bite him in the ass i think sooner rather than later
0: yeah um okay and also like like we said Janie got left out of the vote and so I kind of want to talk like, what do you think is the outlook for this group? Because I thought going into tribal, I knew exactly where the lines were drawn in this tribe Mm -hmm. and coming out of tribal, they were really muddy to the point where I thought there were two distinct sides. And instead we had two people from each side vote together and then one person from each side get left out. So like, say this tribe goes to tribal next, next episode, who do you think is going home?
1: Uh, I think it's Brad. Um, Ricard might also be on the chopping block. I think those are going to be the lines. Mm. Uh, I think that it's weird because JD, like we said, didn't have a super good episode, but I think he, he is in a good spot to be a decision maker moving forward. I think it's like, is he going to stick with Brad or is he going to flip to the other side? Like both sides are going to kind of want him. Jeannie's just there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I mean, I would vote out Brad. He seems like uh, someone who doesn't really understand the social aspect of the game, which is dangerous as an ally. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that people don't... Maybe, maybe like, not like him as much as everyone else on that tribe, it seems like. He seems kind of, like, trying to, like,
0: forcing himself to be the leader, you know? Yeah, I... I think it it could go a number of different ways to the JD point. I think there is, I'm not saying he's going to be the winner, but I think there is a little bit of uh, Nick Wilson in him where Mm -hmm. I think he just got off to a bad, a bad first day. And I think over the long run of the game, he's a much better player than what we saw tonight. Yeah. That being said, in terms of where this group breaks down, I think there's a real shot that, I think Jeannie could be an option because she's the only one out of the five of them that did not vote for Sarah. Now, she was not anti-Sarah going home, so it's not like it was a four against two, now it's a four against one. That's not the case. Um, I just think it, it might be an arbitrary you know, kind of line that they go off of because it seems like a lot of them do get along with each other.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I also think they're, the, the semblance of an alliance between ricard jd and jeannie or no it's not ricard sorry brad jd and Jeannie. i thought those three it looked like for a second may be together and i think chantel is kind of in at least socially with everyone to the point where i could actually see ricard going home if they went to tribal council again mm-hmm. so it's it is a toss-up, I think, at this point, but uh, I think Chantel also, I think she's a person that, uh, like, there's people in the tribe phase that sometimes will, like, get rid of their allies, and it's like, what are you doing? Like, they just look like an idiot, Yeah. and then you realize later down the road, it's like, oh, she was, like, a 9 out of 10 socially with her allies, and she's an 8 out of 10 with everyone else socially, And it's like not actually that big of a deal for her to flip. Right. But like based on what you see in the edit and what normally happens when you're like an ally with someone, you're kind of the enemy of the other side. And I I think she gets along with everyone. So I do think that could actually, I think Ricard, he's definitely not totally safe. I like his, like, like he definitely has a lot of potential. I just don't know. He's, Oh, he was a little all over the place by the end of the night. Um, Okay, let's talk about a much more straightforward one, which was the yellow tribe. This is Yasa, right? Yeah, Yase, Yasa.
1: I don't know. I don't. Know. I forget what how Jeff said it.
0: Emphasis on the ass, because they yeah, fucking the
1: suck. Yeah, they suck. We were on this from the beginning of the episode. Uh, yeah, that the the tribe as a whole stunk. I yeah. well, I knew they were going to tribal. Uh, <laughs>
0: Yeah, especially um, when it's like, hey, only one tribe's won an immunity. It's like, well, it's a two horse race. It has yeah. to be because they stink. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, big time. Yeah. So Abraham, aka Eric, he's gonna go home five to one. Uh I was not really surprised. I felt like I didn't even feel like there was really like he was pushing hard for Tiffany. But I feel like the edit wasn't even trying to fool us into thinking that there was a shot. It could be Tiffany.
1: Right. I, no, I,
0: I agree. He, I think he just, he really didn't fit in with the group. Um, it was sort of like a, his way or the highway kind of thing where, like I, I said it in the emergency press conference that he, like Jeff would say, Abraham what is this like at the tribe? And he says, well, we do this, and we do this, and we think this, and we think that. And every time that he says, we do blank, it's really, it's just his philosophy. Mm -hmm. And then he's saying that everyone else thinks like that. But clearly he was not on the same page as everyone else.
1: Yeah. I, uh, like I said, Alyssa and I were watching together, and she's not, I mean, she likes Survivor, but she's not as big into like, more of the meta game as mm-hmm. as like we are, you know. Yeah. And as soon it was it was probably fifteen minutes into the episode. As soon, I think it was when the when they first got to to their beaches, uh, coming from the boat. Uh, one of the first scenes we get is Abraham throwing out who he thinks they should vote for if they come mm-hmm. to tribal. <laughs>
0: He named names. He named names.
1: That's that's what I. That's what I told Alyssa. I said. uh, I said that. I said he is going home tonight. Is I think my exact quote. (laughs) Fifteen minutes into the episode, I said that is like rule. If you if you're making a list of rules for things not to do on day number one of tribal, Mm -hmm. uh, tell everyone who you want to vote for before you have to go to a tribal is probably number one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough because it's not like – there's not like a list of faux pas where it's like – if well, there is a list of faux pas. But it's not like if you do one of them, you're guaranteed to go home. So like you can't make a blanket statement because there are a few of them. There's potential for multiple people to do multiple of them. Mm-hmm. But that's definitely one of them that it's like the, the threat level for you is raised big time when you're like <laughs> – just got on the beach and you're like, how about Tiffany sucked, huh? Yeah. To like the other weakest – physical person (laughs) yeah (laughs) um yeah so i think it's interesting though because this was a clean sweep five to one and again i kind of want to see where your head is at where do you think this tribe really breaks down if they go to a tribal again
1: um that's a good question because they were all united in this one
0: yeah, I actually have a really strong opinion. If you want me to go first,
1: um, no, I'll kind of, I'll kind of dance here a little bit. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> I think it's um, Evie and Liana, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. Xander's kind of go with the flow.
0: Yeah,
1: go with whatever, whatever he wants to do. David and Tiffany are, I think, both alphas, so there might be potential to clash there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's I cool. think. Okay. I think if they go to tribal, I think it's four to one. David is going home because I, I agree. I think Evie and Liana are the the tightest two in this tribe right now. Um, and I think they kind of have Tiffany. It seemed like Evie was the one reassuring Tiffany a lot of her position. Mm -hmm. So I think that, uh, there is a potential for them to have a, a sort of close relationship. And I agree with what you said about Xander. I think everyone really liked him. I mean, when they uh, were deciding who was going on the thing, uh, they said somebody said, "How about Xander?" and he said, he, "He said, yeah, if you guys want to." And then Heavy was like, "Yeah, I think you're the only person that everyone is kind of cool with going." And that's just that's perfect, you know. That means, hey, we all trust this guy.
1: Yeah, so, oh, you want yeah, we trust you're going to come back and uh, at least make us feel like you're telling us the truth, you know.
0: Yeah, and, and- I think. David. I mean, he's you're he,
1: he literally like comes back from one of the hardest things to do again on day one which is leave leave alone mm-hmm. and no one questions what he tells them at all like he yeah. straight up like just says what happens and they're like alright cool and then they move on and his name was never brought up to be voted out like he might have potentially like gotten this advantage or something like, Yeah, never once
0: yeah I yeah, and I, I think David, he's just kind of... Uh, he actually wasn't as bad. At, we kind of shit on him a little. I don't think he was terrible tonight at all. No, um, I don't think so either. I, I actually thought he was pretty good. But, uh, yeah, I just... You could see it. There was a little... There was bits and pieces of him that sort of wanted to turn things on their head a little bit, I think. yeah. Like, he he was the only one really flirting with also voting out Tiffany. And I think... You know, with if lines start to get drawn and he is on the wrong side of it, I think you're gonna see a much more aggressive side of him. Mm-hmm. And I think that would probably be to his detriment. Who, <laughs> that who would, would be mean... the villain of the season if he gets voted out? I know. It, will, we'll have to see. it sounds like Chantel, she has her evil anthem going on in the background of her. It could be um, Ricard, too. Yeah, that's true. Dude, what did I say? Fucking super villain Ricard. He is, he is a super villain. <laughs> <laughs> okay um let's talk a little bit of blue tribe they want immunity um i think the biggest thing that happened was we had danny and deshawn they were doing the water thing they kind of take a little break they got a idle siesta going on mm-hmm. and nasir sees it and nasir kind of at the beginning he was like hey we won't do anything important until you guys get back And then, sort of, as soon as they left, he starts to talk about a little bit of strategy against them. Now, he's right. Like, what he saw is true. Mm -hmm. But, at the same time, he's, like, contradicting himself, like, 30 minutes after he said something, which is also a red flag. Yeah. So... I'm curious, what was your take on the whole situation between Nasir and the Water Boys?
1: The Water Boys. First of all, I want to say about the Water Boys. I think uh, I'm pretty certain Danny did a barrel and a half. Yeah, it was it was towards the end of the challenge. And he, was he was running, running. yeah. yes, yeah, I saw the same thing. He was running.
0: Incredible. I was. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, like like I kind of mentioned with Abraham is like kind of throwing out strategy against anyone before you need to, or know you're going to need to like is kind of difficult. I know we don't get like, obviously they talk about it a lot of the time and we don't, but um, it seems important that they put that in the edit. Um, yeah. It's, I think that's, that's an ultimate backfire situation where the Danny and Deshaun come back and, if someone spills the beans and they go, "Hey, he told us that he wasn't going to talk about it," that makes him seem untrustworthy. You know,
0: mm-hmm. like I don't
1: really see a situation in which that that goes well for from him, especially with like the reception it had. You know,
0: I think I think it was a blunder from Nasir. Just in, he didn't need to say anything. Yeah, about the like, like it's kind of implied that like, you know, doing the water thing is not great for you socially. And that's just kind of it. And No one really has to say anything about it. You don't have to give them the life preserver of like, yeah, we're not going to talk about anything. Because now it's on you to not talk about anything. You put something on yourself that didn't need to be there. And so that was, I think, the error from Nasir. Um, And I, I told you before this, I think he's probably, in my mind, the one to go home because of that if they do go to travel. But luckily they don't. Um. So yeah, like I said, we didn't get, we didn't get a lot from them. Um, I think Sydney is good. I think so too. I've, yeah, I, I have reversed course once again. I'm back on the Sydney train. Sydney's awesome. I think Deshaun is really good, and I think Danny is really good
1: no, I from agree. this group.
0: I really not necessarily Deshaun the three of them. Danny both. Yeah, not necessarily like the three of them aligned. Although Danny and Deshaun do seem to be aligned as the Water Boys, but. Uh, Yeah, I think those are, for my money at this point, the three best players uh, on this tribe. Also, Erica, trying to gym the camera. Did you see that? No, what do you mean? She, okay, (laughs) there was like one point where Sydney was kneeling and Erica was like standing behind her and neither of them were looking at the camera and uh, Sydney said something. I This sounds stupid because I'm not giving in context, but Sydney said something and Erica responded and she looked directly at the camera and she was like, she kind of gave eyebrows like, right, you know, and then she like looked down and then she like looked back up and she was like, huh? How about that line that I said before? And then she like, <laughs> she like looked down and then she looked back up for a third time and she like shrugged. And I was like, <laughs> dude. You're He's not like, Jim get a, Alpert. Get a get a
1: load of this guy. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Meaning me. Yeah, like, right. I was like, Erica, what is going on? <laughs> it was very funny though. I dude, I hope she just like literally the same thing where she's like basically purple. Except she just keeps gymming the camera. Uh, <laughs> she will become my favorite. Well, I hope they the
1: confessionals, like just like in the office, too, or she does that. And then they yeah. cut to her in confessional and she goes, I'm like the funniest person out here. Like herself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. Erica, you gotta love her. Okay. Hey, honestly, I'm glad that we got one signature moment from Erica. Cause, like I said in the thing, she just need like, she was the only person who didn't have, like, a thing. Right. And now I she's think, the thing, <laughs> you know, jimming the camera. She got a moment in the premiere. She just needs one moment per episode. Other people. It's like, you know, where the moment's coming from mm-hmm. her. You don't know where it's coming from. So it's a little like, but when you get it, mm. Erica, yeah. that's what it is. It's Erica. Okay. Um, last thing I want to talk about for segments is this risk versus protect thing. Um, I want to know what you would have done. Would you have risked or protected?
1: All right. So, setting up the situation here, it obviously depends on who else is up there with you. Mm-hmm. Am I replacing someone in this scenario, or is it me and two dummies? Or, you know, like, what's this? What, what scenario would you like to know?
0: I think um, I'll say I'll replace. I'll sub you in for the person I think you are the most like, take Xander out of the equation, and put you in. Okay. So you're there with JD and Danny.
1: Alright, so I think Danny, I thought it was fairly obvious, was going to vote for Protect. Right? Did you get that impression?
0: Yeah, I did, yes.
1: Okay. That being for me not to risk my vote.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: If I would, I would say, if I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make a blanket statement and just say like, oh, I would protect my vote every time, no matter who was up there. I don't think that's that's the right move. I think yeah, that it obviously depends on the vibes you get from everybody else. I had a very strong feeling before they even showed it that Danny would is was gonna play on the protect his own vote, um, which I wouldn't have done if I was him actually because, uh. I felt like that he knew that they were a good tribe and that they wouldn't be going to tribal this week. Um, I guess it's I guess they lo- you lose your next vote no matter what, huh?
0: Yeah, I before I answered, I wanted some clarifying points about the rules because I tweeted that you should protect a hundred percent because I thought it was for this tribal and this I, tribal yeah, only.
1: Yeah, it, no, it's the next like in, indefinitely. It's for like ever. Yeah, yeah.
0: I didn't know that. Yeah, so um, I that think, would change my opinion.
1: Yeah, I think, I think I'm protecting unless I get a very specific vibe that, I.
0: You could get away with the risk.
1: That I could get away with the risk. I would have had to be like pretty close to being sure that someone was going to protect, and I was with Daniel. I was, I, I definitely got that vibe from him. JD could have gone either way, and myself being Xander. Even if I wasn't Xander, if you put me in a different spot, I probably would have said Xander was gonna was gonna risk it, but um yeah that's kind of that's kind of how how i fall also like it comes comes down to i think also the people the other people in your own tribe how you can explain away what happened or if you just tell them the truth or what you want to say i think depends on what 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 you do you know
0: right i think okay the only thing i don't get at this point so I understand that if everyone risks, you all lose it. Mm-hmm. If everyone protects, you all get it. If everyone, if there's a split, everyone who risks gets the extra vote. What mm-hmm. happens
1: to the person who protects
0: in a split?
1: Do they you, lose it? No. If you protect, you
0: you get it no happens. matter what.
1: Yeah, nothing happens to you no matter what. Protect is basically just uh, you didn't come on the island at all.
0: So the only reason why there wouldn't be, like, one protect and the other two risk is because the protect person gets no benefit, basically. But you definitely won't lose anything. So you're just, like, you know exactly what you're getting and you're taking it, whereas the other one is a gamble. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was going to say, like, we don't know for sure because Danny protected. but So I guess he's going to lose his vote at the next tribal. That's how that works. No, no, or no, if, no, if, no, if, fuck! If, he keeps it. He keeps yeah, it. He keeps if, it. He keeps if, it. If
1: you protect, yeah, no one. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I think probably what I would have done is, like, where I just got confused, I would just make up that if it was a split, the person who, the person who risked it, like, steals it from the person who protected, basically. Mm-hmm. So, if everyone protects, everyone keeps it. If everyone risks, everyone loses it. If some risk and some protect, the risk people get it, and the protect people lose it. Mm-hmm. So, it's like you can only protect if you really trust everyone else.
1: Basically, like, majority. So, like, in that, that scenario, like, if two people protect protected and one person risks it, the person who risks it loses it, but the people who protect it, they
0: don't get an extra one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, And I think I would risk it, and I would just say, if I lost my vote, I would just say, like, I would risk it and say I protected,
1: probably. And
0: I'm not, like, super pro-lying, honestly, like, because this lie wouldn't get you much, Mm -hmm. um, and it's so early. That being said, it's super easy to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth until you are at the last 1% of the story and you just flip what you actually did. Like you tell yeah. everything exactly true, and you just say, "And yeah, I protected," when actually risked.
1: I think so- actually. I think honestly, telling the complete truth and saying like, "I risked it, but I don't know what happened yet," like. Or what? How about how about this? If you say I, I risked my vote, but you lie and say I already have two votes. Feel like you might get some capital and be like oh especially this early on you can be like you know if you if you come with me like we have our pick of the litter you know about who we want to go home
0: yeah that was sort of what xander did a little bit where he was like he was like yeah i there was this choice i risked it and yeah we could use it as a team i liked that yeah
1: i think that's if i risk it i think i definitely i think i tell the truth no matter what honestly
0: yeah i think i I think I tell the truth most of the way, and I think depending on who is like on my tribe, I think I, I might lie about the very last thing that I did. Um, I think if I protected, I would just say I protected. Yeah. But if I if I risked, I haven't decided yet if I would be honest about it or not. I think that depends on who's on your tribe. Yeah. And so. what their their perception is of you, mm-hmm. because like, like Xander can be truthful because they'll believe him. Yeah. JD, they're already shady about him. So being honest gets you nothing because they're still going to be suspicious of you. If they're going to be suspicious of you, no, no matter what, you might as well just at least try to get a lie through.
1: Right. Yeah. If you you're strong with some people, like you might as well tell the truth, you know, why
0: not? Right. OK. Um, yeah, let's get into some segments here a little bit away from the strategy. Uh, first, we got our winners and losers of the week. Dave, do you want to go first or second for winners and losers? I will go second. Okay. Alright, so my winner of the week is Old School Fans because we had tons of new advantages and we had zero idols found and no advantages used. So I thought that was a total you know, they're trying to mix it up so hard and they dunked on themselves. Uh-huh. Um, what do you think about the dice? The last chance dice?
1: Oh, I, I'm i gonna save, save my... Uh... Okay. On the dice.
0: All right. We'll get to it Uh, a little later. (laughs) Yeah. So we got the dice. I'll throw my two cents in when you talk about it as well. Um, you just let me know, buddy. Uh And um, yeah. The beware advantage. We don't really know what that is. He kind of teased it. Mm -hmm. Um, I was kind of surprised no idols were found. I guess it's sort of more fast paced because day one starts. I assume at like noon. They like is when they get on the boat. So it's like, it's really like a day and a half. And then when you consider the tribal, it's probably only like 30 hours of gameplay. Mm-hmm. They do a challenge in there. There's the water things, building shelter. It's not crazy that no one found an idol, but yeah. it's just usually someone is committed to it and finds it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then my loser is tribal council stools. Um, because we had another live tribal, this is where I want to talk about the live tribal. Mm-hmm. I think people like it is one of the only things in survivor that casuals and super fans agree on hardcore. People just don't like people don't like it. They don't like the live tribals. I think it's because it's like pay off with no build. Yeah. Which is just a big bang for the sake of a big bang at that point, because you can't tell what's happening. So whatever decision is made in the end, it's like, okay, well that just happened. And, there's no like there is suspense i guess cuz anything could happen but mm-hmm. you're not like following along at all you're like oh i might as well just wait till the votes are read and not pay attention to this yeah. because i can't tell like they're whispering like and this isn't even like oh lewis got lost what a pussy and he's <laughs> he can't follow the live tribal it's like no even if you're following close like i did follow along and that's how i know that it's so stupid because mm-hmm. I followed along the whole time, and you either get little tidbits of, like, this person being like, hmm, should I do this or this? And they talk to both people, and then you're like, wow, yeah, I don't I, – there's no confessional, so I don't know which side that they are truly on. And then there's, like, whispers where it's like you can't even hear what they're saying. How is watching two people whisper when you can't hear either of them? How is that entertaining? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I thought – I think live tribals, the first time it happened, it was like, holy shit, is this allowed? Like, this is crazy. Yeah. And I feel like every time that it happens, it gets a little more, like, again. And, like, like they started whispering a little bit. And I think that happens. Mm-hmm. And then JD is just like, oh, we're going to do a live tribal? I'm down. It's like, dude, you don't have to, like, take it there you know what i mean like it's just not it's just a couple people whispering like and it actually might have benefited him because then ricard got up like as soon as he said that like on command and came and whispered in his ear Uh but so maybe that was the right thing to do but you can't say that it was because you can't tell me that that was like control live tribal is the command to get ricard to get up and whisper in your ear you don't know that Mm so uh Ultimately, I'm sick of them. That's my stance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying like, make it illegal to talk when other people are talking or make it illegal to get up. but like this situation has to demand it. Like I feel like the more super fans get on here, the more like they all know like the big idol plays and they all know like these big travel council moments. I feel like they try to like make moments that are like 80% of something that happened before. With like their own twist, mm-hmm. it's like just, dude, just ha- let it happen organically.
1: Yeah, just play. Like,
0: the yeah, just play the game. Crazy moments are gonna happen if you have a good cast. I think like millennials vs Gen X, like great example of that. Where it's like you end up like going to rock sometimes and shit. Like, bunch of blind sides there. I think might have even been a live tribal in there. So, <laughs> but yeah, just just let the game come to you. I think, Dave, give me your winner and loser.
1: All right, my winner of the week is the long hair theory.
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is uh, for, a fucking slam dunk, isn't he
1: yeah for uh for the uninitiated, uh, the long hair theory is just my theory that I believe from the first season that we've that we started uh watching together i've I've produced a, th- a theory that uh, people with long hair are better inherently better survivor players than people with short hair. Yes. Uh, and more often than not, this this seems to be the case. it's I think it's just a, a repackaging of a different like archetype theory that. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit of like archetype. Sur- yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, however, the people with long hair are. Uh, let me know if I miss anybody. Xander, uh, Danny, and
0: JD, and Brad. Oh, and Brad I, was Brad was a little woof.
1: Well you know there's got to be some pushback to the
0: theory of right yeah that's um, true you, you have the... to have detractors to argue against exactly. to have your big theory proving <laughs> moment.
1: <laughs> two out of those four people come out of the week with an extra vote and the third one didn't go to tribal yeah <laughs> uh, so also Jeff prop's the long hair guy now
0: yes also there was a long hair congregate okay Brad is officially out of the long hair group. Because the long hair group was just the summit guys.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. So we'll kick him out. Um, Also
0: very first. It's got to reach the shoulders. Yes. The very first long hair guy was, uh, we didn't do the podcast yet. I don't think. No, no, I don't think so. Our very first long hair guy with us two watching survivor together was Devin Pinto. I think.
1: I was gonna say, I think I think it was Devin and Devin was I word. think he's the baby.
0: Yeah. Cause yeah, it was him, then Sebastian. Yeah. Then uh the mayor of Slamtown. <laughs> then then I, who wasn't <laughs> who wasn't thirty eight. It might have been Joe. Which Joe was kinda eh I don't know. I feel know like there was, was another there. guy though. I don't know. I don't know.
1: know. I'd have to we'd have to go back and look. I don't remember yeah. everybody from the cast.
0: There there have been some great ones though. Yeah. For sure. <laughs>
1: Uh, but yeah, the, the long hair theory persists. It's fitting that it is my, is my week one winner.
0: Yes. How about a loser?
1: Um, my loser of the week is children. <laughs> uh, Let's hear why. <laughs> uh, Survivor thinks that uh, children are, yeah. are not mature enough that they can't just watch the game that, oh, you need to go with this puzzle that we that we gave you that you probably can't figure out anyway, that we're also going to flash for
0: half a second on the screen. Yeah. Survivor uh, Twitter was all over it. That thing was solved in 30 seconds on, yeah. my, on my feed.
1: Uh, so Survivor, uh, I guess, doesn't have a lot of confidence in its young fans. Um, so my loser of the weakest children everywhere.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that I'm not a child, because, like... I am such, like, a nerd about Survivor that if they were like, hey, people and then described me mm-hmm. and they were like, you can do this thing to prove how smart you are. I would feel, like, obligated to do it. Yeah. And, like, I don't feel obligated to do it because I have a fucking podcast I talk about it. Yeah. I don't need but to also, do it. But also, it's also a little
1: insulting. They're like, hey, uh, see if you guys can do this challenge. You know, like, they're like, don't, yeah. watch, the, don't watch the episode.
0: You yeah, that's true. Why would... Anyway. I don't get why they didn't toss it in a commercial break. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, this was literally, we were just talking about this last week or the week before where I said, it's got to be like those survival shows where the guy gets into a situation and then they're like, hey, should he do? And then they give three choices and the commercial break happens. You talk about it with whoever you're watching with and then you come back and they say, this is how you would survive. If you yeah. picked any of the other two, you would die.
1: Literally every other show that has an interactive segment ever. They're like, hey, here's yeah. a question with a bunch of options. Or like, even they could even do that with a puzzle. They could say, here's a puzzle with a bunch of answers. And like, if you're like, how many triangles are in this big triangle? And they're like, 9, 12, or 24, you know? Yeah. And like, it doesn't have to be like answers that give away the answer, you know? It could just be like numerical
0: yeah, or something like that. I don't know. I didn't like the way they did it. Perfect time to make them think about the cliffhanger is when there's seven more minutes of your show immediately yeah. after. <laughs> also, just real quick, for the the savvier Sweat, which would you have picked? For me to do or for my tribe to do? Uh, if if you were a tribe member and, you know, would you just go with the flow of what everyone else picked or would you lobby for one of them? No, I'd lobby for Sweat. Uh, see, yeah. We're both smart, like, good at geometry. Mm-hmm. And I would also pick Sweat because it's just, like, I think in a six-person tribe, it's not, like, eight versus two where it's, like, you could get really fucked at tribal by doing mm-hmm. that. Like, it's four against six. Like, they're building a shelter anyway. I don't think it's, like, the biggest social crutch, actually. And it's a sure thing. The triangle thing, like... Okay, not to flex. I took a picture of it. I figured out what I thought the number was. And then I found a thread with people talking about it. And the majority of people said the same number as me, which was 51. And so, yeah, I would have got it right. But it's like, it's such a risk. Like, when you only get one guess, you have to get six people to all agree on it.
1: Right. Like, you
0: might have one person, like, get it. And they're so confident that you're like, yeah, let's roll with that. But God forbid two people think they're right, recipe for disaster.
1: That's exactly why I said sweat. Because if you have six people who all need to come to a consensus, which is a task sometimes.
0: Yes. um, Unless you're the yellow tribe against Abraham.
1: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) um, So you need to come to a consensus. And like you said, even if there's one person who is like, this is it. And everyone else is like, okay. If they get it wrong, you are fucked.
0: Yeah, that's big.
1: Yeah. But I feel like no matter what happens in the sweat part, like it's it's a bonding. It's a mm-hmm. bonding experience. Like there's I don't think there's anything that could happen in the sweat thing, uh,
0: that tears tears the tribe apart. Yeah. I would have liked to see yellow pick savvy just so that Abraham could say, It's this, and then you could at least knock one number off the board, because they're not agreeing with that guy.
1: Yeah, right. It was, and they, well, you know, David would be like, no, it's actually
0: this. And he, yeah, like, yeah. I'm a neurosurgeon. Yeah, right. I'm a neurosurgeon, which means, which means I'm good at math. That's how he started no. every sentence.
1: <laughs> he was like, what's, being what's a
0: neurosurgeon, time? I'm around whatever all the time.
1: When's the last time you saw a, a, a med student took, take a math class?
0: That's true. <laughs> it's like the one thing that I have over like my cousin who's going to be a doctor <laughs> math. Yeah, so, um, okay, let's get into our buy-sell where we're each going to give one take and uh, ask the other person if they buy or sell that take. Dave, for this, would you like to go first or second? I would like to go first. Okay.
1: All right. Wait, what is, is that
0: thing that you told me we we're going to talk about later? Is that where it's coming right now?
1: This is it's coming right now. Okay, I don't uh, remember the subject matter. Uh, my take is the shot in the dark die sucks i yeah hate i buy that <laughs>
0: I totally agree. i hate
1: it so much anything like okay so we we might be um <laughs> survivor purists a little bit here with this tape, mm. but uh i i think i can confidently say that neither of us are even like huge fans of the idol in general um
0: well, here, say your piece, then I'll, okay. I'll get into mine.
1: Um, I'm not necessarily a huge fan of the idol. I think anything that I don't like the the randomness. It, I mean, I, I like and I dislike the randomness it gives the game. I don't like. I don't like votes coming down to chance. I think the idol is obviously way better than this die thing. But and this mm. die thing can also be used in strategy. But I think that this die, this die, more often than not, is going to be a blind luck thing. And yes. I don't like <laughs> blind luck in a game of social strategy. I think mm-hmm. it takes away from the point of the game and, like, we we got, we got into that whenever they, like, have give people second chances. Like, the point of the game is to survive. The point of yes. the game is to convince your tribe that you are strong enough to stay and survive until the end. I think uh, not only do second chance islands take away from that, but I think... Uh, <laughs> pure chance does as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because like an idol, like you can you you can find it by pure chance, but the way you use it is uh is very strategic. But the shot in the dark die like you don't know until like the very
0: end and there's nothing you can do about it after that. I don't like that. Yeah. I'm gonna okay, I'll lay out my my take on advantages in general. This is a good a good time to address it. I am I would say like now first off the bat other super fans like us just understand this kind of stuff is going to happen because this is the kind of thing that they think ropes in casuals and they're never going to lose the hardcore audience so they're always going to be trying to pander to the casuals Mm -hmm. and we're always going to get stuck with shit we don't like just join arms together we will we will make it through these stupid advantages I promise (laughs) Um now so for the these like advantages in general, I do I like idols because it is an advantage but it's an earned advantage there is you can get lucky in like how long it takes you to find one. There's also people that are very good at finding them and it is a skill aka Russell Hans Tony um there are I think it's it's good that the fact that it is, it is an advantage that you have to more or less earn. Yeah. You like are very rarely just handed one. Right Now, when there are times where it's like, okay, you, hey, you found this idol. You have to send it to someone on another tribe. That's stupid that the person on the other tribe just gets an idol. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that's dumb. The thing I hate about idols is when there are a ton of them in the game. I think it's ridiculous when one when someone can play an idol and then it gets like before they get back to camp, it gets thrown back into the game and the same person can just find it again. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't like that. Now I'm not saying that people should never be able to find multiple idols. I'm just saying that like you know, don't don't give it like the worst hiding place ever right after someone else played it. Because like if you play it successfully, you know your ass is in the jackpot and you're just going to go look for it. Yeah. So, you know, just don't make it easy to find. Yeah, you should have to play, play yourself out of it. Yes. So idols, idols I'm for in general, just don't oversaturate them. I think it's okay. Advantages, I'm the same way where, look, if you give out an extra vote, at the survivor auction right or if there's uh at the merge instead of finding an idol you find um i don't know a steal a vote or something like that i think those are fine if it's like there's one thing over the course of a season maybe two but mm-hmm. my big thing with idols and advantages is don't oversaturate them i hate anything that is pure chance which is what this is Like Jeff said, also
1: everyone just gets it right off the bat.
0: Yeah, it's you don't have to do any work to have this chance to save yourself. And I get that it's only sixteen point six repeating percent chance, Voci. It's not sixteen point seven; it's sixteen point six repeating. Um, It's I get that it's a small chance; it's less than twenty percent. I totally understand that. At the same time, it should be zero percent because you're doing you do nothing to get it. So, I am I am a firm believer in that as well. That it's just advantages are fine as long as you have to earn them, and uh, even if you do have to earn them, please don't oversaturate it to the point where because I I think it's nice where like an idol, it's like a good tool to use. But like advantage getting right Sari gets out because she's like the only person who doesn't have immunity in some mm-hmm. form. It should not be a necessity to find advantages, right. yeah, which is that's that's kind of my my big points on that, okay um, my take here do you buy or sell that this is the best premiere since we started the podcast
1: uh, I'm buying that
0: mm-hmm. I agree, I think Ghost Island, the Jacob Derwin show mm-hmm. it was very good. also I said I agree. it's my fucking take Idiot. <laughs> um that was good. I think this is on another level. I really loved the editing strategy with the backstory and the home videos. I thought that was cool. um, there were very few people that I did not like in this episode, mm-hmm. and I feel I feel like we got to know pretty much everybody like we got like those longer videos. First of all, we got the like boat confessional from like half the cast at yeah. the beginning. Then we got these sort of pieced into everyone's first interaction with uh with the camera like after that first boat challenge and it's I think it's a great way to get to know people. I like the I like this format a lot where I get that like pretty much every hour of the show you have to have an elimination in order for like the amount of episodes to match up like you don't want to have like if you had like a 16 person cast so you're voting out like 13 people no I know this is 18 but this is an extreme example I'm talking about you're voting out like 13 people at that point you don't want to have like 20 episodes right yeah. that's we- too much that's like the biggest problem with big brother is that there's <laughs> three hours a week for one person to go home a week. Um, And there's feeds. So fuck, but (laughs) regardless. um, So I do, I do like a double boot on a two hour premiere. And I actually really like doing it this way where you spend seriously an hour and a half of it getting to know the players. And then you just vote two people out instead of one at the end. I like that. Now you can't really do it with a two tribe season because they're not going to send both tribes to tribal council off the rip, right? You have to have a you have to have an immunity challenge in the first episode. It has to mean something. So, yeah, it's. Uh, I thought it was a great episode. The, if the editing is like this the whole season, then I'd say it is the most welcome change, of all these changes that they've been talking about.
1: Yeah, I was I was gonna say, um, it. I know we've talked a lot about them, you know kind of earmarking the, the last season the all winter season as the end of an era
0: mm-hmm. and
1: i think this this episode really really hit that home that it, it feels like almost a completely different show i mean yeah. i get they're doing the same thing but it was edited completely different than any other season we've ever seen we got a whole bunch of new twists some good some bad but hey we're talking about it so that that's good for the show you know mm-hmm. i think that I think that overall it was, it was done really well and they, they really like drove their point home in saying like this, this is a new, a new show, you know, we're back and better.
0: Yeah. I think if you do a complete overhaul of something and you like 80% of the changes and you hate 20% of the changes, well, the show is now 60% better. Yeah. Right. You know, you have to, you have to take some chances to see what works and what doesn't. And I thought they did that by they threw a ton of stuff at the wall and I thought a lot of it stuck. Okay. Um, I think it's time for some rankings. Oh yeah. So we're doing a little differently. Usually we do the top five. We talk about them this season. We're going to do top three. And also we're going to talk about the very last placed person and uh, try to do a little bit of survivor life alert, figure out if we could uh, figure out how to save them in the game. Uh, but we'll start with the top three. So, coming in at number three, um, now this person, I almost screwed them, but he survived. Um, I had him at number nine, you had him at number two. Mm-hmm. So, since you're higher on him, how about you talk about our number three ranked player this week, Dave, Deshaun?
1: Yeah, I really like Deshaun. Um, starting off, he, uh, he's a water boy
0: he is a water boy
1: um so i think that that does a lot for him with his tribe you know he really said like you know i got this one guys like i'm gonna win this win this for us you know Mm -hmm. i think i think that goes a long way socially especially uh especially day one you know like someone putting putting their neck on the line to help everybody out i think i think is a really good thing um they didn't go to tribal so he gets he gets a boost for that in my rankings um and he seems like he's he's in solid with Danny they have a solid a solid two um so I really don't have anything bad to say about him I put him pretty high I mean a lot of these people we're not gonna have a ton to talk about because we only have two hours to go off of but I think that's a solid amount for our number three
0: yeah I had Deshaun at nine kind of he's right in the middle um for me, I just uh I had him, Sydney and Danny. I had at uh not in that order. Actually Danny, Sydney, him, seven, eight, nine, because I thought they were the three best uh players from their tribe and their tribe didn't go to tribal, so we didn't get that extra level of their strategy. It's just it's still a little bit of like uh gut gut instinct about people when it's mm-hmm. like you don't really know where they're at mentally. But I liked all three of them. Um, I think if we... I th- actually think he would have benefited in my rankings then from going to a tribal and surviving because I at least would have known what kind of player... Not everything, but somewhat of what kind of strategic player he was going to be. Um, but yeah, I had no bad things to say about Deshaun. I had him at nine. I think it's low. I think in the long run, I'm going to have him higher. So I was really happy that I didn't screw him and ended up in the top three. Yeah. Um, Okay, next we have a person at number two that I had at number four, and you also had at number four, and since you just went first, I'll go first on the other one. I'll go first with Evie. Um, Evie is like, first of all, we had some some uh, things that we were like, this can't happen and this can't happen. If they don't, I really like Evie, and none of them happened. Mm-hmm. She... Immediately, as soon as she hit the beach, she found a number one. It's Liana. I think they are possibly the tightest two in the game right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that Deshaun and Danny we haven't seen a ton of their strategy as the water boys. Um, and Ricard and Shan, I don't know where they're kind of at as a two. Um, so I would say as the tightest two on the third tribe that I think it is Evie and Liana at this point, Evie also. So Tiffany was like the target. And I thought Evie was like the main, well, she wasn't the target. She was the like false target. Mm -hmm. And which is important because it's the person who feels the heat of getting voted out, but actually doesn't. And so their emotional state really matters. And I thought Evie in the edit, seemed like the main person reassuring Tiffany that, hey, you're staying, you're staying, don't worry about it. It's just Abraham wants you gone. The rest of us really want you to stay. And everything she told her turned out to be 100% true because they voted unanimously to keep her. So I thought she built a solid foundation with those two relationships. I think Xander is easy to get along with, with everybody, so I don't see that being different with Evie. Um, and yeah, you know, who needs to be friends with Voci? I don't think anybody does. No. So Evie's, he's in good shape. Um, I thought it was, it was literally like, if you could tell me she would have this start, then she could play the rest of the game. She would be, she would have been my winner pick. She would have been like my first pick. Well, she wouldn't have been cause it was blind, but she would have been like my number one ranked player. I, like I said, I was. Very excited to see Abby play the game, and she's off to a great start.
1: Yeah, I think, um, like you said, we kind of we pinpointed her as someone who needed to start in a certain way to be successful mm-hmm. and needed to be surrounded by people who compliment her well. I honestly don't think that that's the case anymore. I think, honestly, seeing, seeing her play for these couple hours, I think she gets along with pretty much anybody. She seems, like, really cool. Like, I'd love to hang out with her. Like, she'd be someone who I would probably, like, chill with on the island, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Really laid back. I think it goes a long way, also, in that people respect her opinion, it seems like, and not in a way that makes her seem threatening. People come come to her for, like, you know, this is kind of what we want to do. Like, do you think that's a good idea? It seems like she's going to be that person, you know? which is yeah. a, a a great type. That's like the best kind of leader you can be in Survivor is people coming to you and saying, do you think this is a good idea? You know? Right. Um, yeah. Big I,
0: Tommy Sheehan vibes. Oh yeah. There. Yeah.
1: I think, I think she's, she's in that spot right now. And um, I think honestly ha- us having her at four is sliding her a little bit.
0: Like, yeah. I had her one behind Liana cause they were like a, a duo. I think I would put Evie ahead of her actually, but Yeah. um, Okay, yeah. Big time heavy guys. Our number one, though, was all but unanimous. You had them at number one and I had them at number two. It's hilarious because their tribe is a fucking dumpster fire. But our top two both come from the Yas, emphasis on the Ass tribe. Uh, Our number one player is Xander.
1: Mm -hmm. I'll go first with Xander since I did have him at one. Um, Xander embodies the surfer archetype very yes. well uh i didn't think we had a pure surfer archetype he he kind of looked more frat boy than surfer yeah. to me. but uh
0: that, that strand of hair
1: yeah oh yeah that is <laughs> that is not the case i think xander is laid back xander's chill xander did not have to say anything for anyone on his tribe to immediately trust him yeah uh, they send him away uh, knowing that he could potentially come home with an advantage and they say, ah, oh, it's all good. That's just Xander. That's what he does. Yes. Uh, he comes back with an advantage, uh, tells them and they say, nah, it's cool. That's just Xander. That's what he does. <laughs> <laughs> he just has an advantage now.
0: Xander <laughs> will provide for us.
1: Xander, Xander. Xander is the man. Xander is the Mander.
0: The Mander.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Mandarin in Chinese. This- it allows the mind to think creatively. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Xander is not brought up once as as someone who who, who could be going home. Mm-hmm. Um, him and Evie looked by far the best on on that tribe. I thought, um, which you're right, is crazy because they were that tribe is bad. But <laughs> two of the best players are on it.
0: Yeah, um, I think maybe physically they suck.
1: Yeah, that could, that could be
0: it. Because um, like, especially like Abraham going. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like Xander is like the...
1: They're just so... They're all so different, but not in complementary ways.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, So that's Xander. Yeah. Uh, I'm also... I'm very into Xander. Um, He is... I absolutely loved him in Confessional, where, like, he... I don't know. Like, he is kind of playing dumb to them, but he's also not, like... I feel like he just hasn't had the opportunity to like be like in, incredibly smart in front of the other people. Right. I don't, I'm not saying that like he's going to and put a target on his back. Like as soon as he can, like he's not like bursting at the seams to show people how smart he is. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, th- I think it just like, hasn't come up organically and he's gone with the flow and it's just like, you know, they have a good first impression of him and he's not doing anything to ruin it. And then in confessional, he's doing a lot of high level commentary on what the other player and the players in the game are doing. And I think that is a telltale sign of a great player who like 80% of their good things are in confessional where it's just them and the viewer and they're not divulging information to anyone. Mm -hmm. So I just, I love Xander. I think he's a home run And, uh, yeah, I'm very excited to see him play the rest of the game. Okay. That brings us to our last place person. This person was a unanimous last place. We both had this person at 16. It is Brad. Brad, every time I see his name on the page, I forget who he is because he doesn't look like a Brad.
1: No, doesn't look like a Brad He
0: looks like a Jedediah. Maybe that's like, his name.
1: More, more of like an old school name, like a John or something like that.
0: Yeah, or like a. a no, no he's not. He's not a Tom. He's a not biblical a
1: name. A, he could yeah, be a, he, could be he could be a David.
0: He could be a David. He could be a. Okay, I just keep thinking of weird J names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Josiah. That's Jeremiah. what I was gonna say. <laughs> all right Ezekiel. you know what he's just brad maybe he's no i won't get (laughs) i'm not getting biblical (laughs) on this show um he's brad that's who he is and i know he's not biblical because of that fucking mistake he made oh yeah at the beginning so the green tribe luckily for him is i think they all like each other but they're strategically in shambles yeah um what do you think? Uh, you know, three is the magic number on the next vote. Where should he be directing his attention at this point?
1: To to not go home or to to, to not go home. We're trying to we're with.
0: trying to save him. We're trying to get in his mind and save him, and then let him take back over. What right. what should we do to save him?
1: What do we need to do to save him? I think he needs to get tight with uh with JD. Mm-hmm. I think. Like I said, I think JD holds more power than it seems like he's going moving forward. Um, I think that he needs to not overplay. He needs to take a step back from trying to be the leader. I think uh, then Ricard becomes the natural leader and people uh, see him as more of a threat. I think he just needs to take a background role and get, be in a tight two with JD, where no matter what happens, uh, JD needs to... Uh, needs to stick with them or lobby for him
0: yeah let ricard get abrahamed yeah um yeah i think that i would agree i think i think buddy up with jd that was also going to be my number one thing because jd has leader intangibles where you know he kind of he marches to the beat of his own drummer a little bit um you know he's not afraid to you know It's not even like say what's on your mind in like a serious way. It's just like if he thinks of some goofy, he just says it. You know, he's not like super guarded. He's just like he's doing his thing. And I think a leader doesn't worry too much about the reactions that other people are going to have to what they are going to do. They just do it. And I think if he links up with JD, it could be good because if the two of them get targeted ever, JD will be the one they go for. So there is that. Um, but I also just think JD would be a good ally to have because he knows the game well, and he's gonna. I think he is gonna make some social bonds down the road. I think. I think he just got off on the wrong foot. I also would be very nice to Jeannie because she is sort of uh, like she. I left out of the vote. There is a chance she becomes the odd person out. She could be their third if they really want to make a move uh, against Ricard. But also, I, I low key think. Chantel maybe. Chantel was my number one ranked player. I think Chantel. I think there's a chance that she could be like running this game by the merge, and I think she's not a bad person to get involved with either. Yeah, I think big time winners edit is the uh, the devious little song that she sings to herself when she uh-huh. does evil things. <laughs> I it's it's winner edit to me. So yeah, I think Brad big thing i'd really like to see him get an alliance with jd i think that's the move yep i agree the uh tr- see if he can get back in with the long hair guys yeah As, that's,
1: he needs jd to be the, could be his
0: his liaison
1: he needs to be to the long hair needs, boys he needs an
0: invite <laughs> yes he does um okay that brings up the finale of our show what time is it dave
1: it's time for the dun chain yes
0: do we have a i thought I you were was... gonna do the sound effect chung, chung. yeah and, okay uh... <laughs> i was ready for the sound effect i don't want to say anything because i didn't want to cut off the sound effect but it wasn't coming so <laughs> yeah it's done chain time uh for it's the unin... one for all of us yes for the uninitiated we have our our fantasy survivor teams and what we do is uh when someone from your fantasy survivor team gets voted out you have to put the dun chain on someone who is still in the game. This is basically saying, "Hey, I am promising you, this person will not win." We have been doing this since what was our first season of the podcast? 36, thirty six. Ghost Island.
1: Yeah, thirty six. Because
0: I think thirty five was the first time we watched together.
1: Yeah, but we didn't podcast yeah. right away. Yeah.
0: Right. So thirty six. Neither of us have ever dun chained the winner of a season.
1: We've ever. been close. <laughs>
0: Yeah, just because we've been running out of people. Yeah. But uh, we I think we've each had one save where we've had uh, one person left to Dunchain, and it was between the winner and someone else. And yeah. We Dunchain. Maybe the most heroic was me dunchaining Christian the week Christian. before he went home yeah. and saving myself from having to put it on Nick because I was so sure of my boy Nick. Uh-huh. Okay, but we don't live in the past here on this show. Uh uh-uh. No, no. no okay. we live in the future. And what happens in the future is Dave... Puts two dun chains on people because he lost both Abraham and Sarah.
1: Hey, that's you gotta want to win.
0: Yes, that's <laughs> true. That's true.
1: And, and I only have, uh, I, I'll have a better chance next week of not done chaining anyone.
0: <laughs> right. You're, yeah. I'm a statistics just, man. Yeah, playing the long game.
1: Honestly, I think it's it might be well you're taking more chances, done chaining people in the beginning, but it's easier to pick out who's not going to win in the
0: beginning. Yeah, I think there's like a lot of a lot of safe choices right now, okay. so I think you might be okay.
1: I do have two who I'm pretty confident in.
0: Okay. Uh, first, of I don't all, know who I would do if I had two.
1: I know, I know my number one. Right. All right, that, let's hear it. Uh, I'm done chaining Nasir.
0: Nasir oh, Nasir has had the most up and down <laughs> experience on our show. I know, <laughs> that, I know. Last pick in the draft. We read his bio, we love him. The next week, you say he's four, I say he's like, I think sixteen. And then out of the gate, he's mover and a shaker. And now his one believer left, David Mack, has done chained him.
1: We, week we one.
0: On,
1: we keep going
0: back and forth.
1: And, like, now it's your turn to say something nice about him. We just keep going going back. Yeah. Going to say something okay. Nice thing,
0: I'll say, thing I'll say nice about him. Uh, I like his accent.
1: And I like his smile. He looks so happy. He I'm does have him. a
0: nice smile. Well, yeah. now you said something nice, so I have to say something okay. else nice. Um, <laughs> he... Didn't uh, go home. He didn't go home. He I helped think, them win the challenge.
1: I'm hoping I'm hoping he places sixteenth for real because that means he goes to home next week. Yeah. Um you've
0: already made your money back on Nasir, so you might as well dunchain chain him and get him off the roster. That's well, true. he's still on the
1: roster. Uh, right? Yeah, Nasir um he does not I mean he doesn't have what it takes to win the game. <laughs> Come on now.
0: I <laughs> he's a fun guy. He is a fun guy. Kawhi Leonard up in the And this. Not, not like Jeannie is a fun girl. <laughs> no, he's a fun guy. <laughs> all right
1: um man who who goes next um
0: also looking at it i think if i had to do two he probably would have been one of mine as well
1: okay all right um do i take the easy do i not the easy route i guess but the more obvious route i mean we both put brad brad last so Mm -hmm. uh that he is he has done chain possibility He's I tend to go with people who are kind of abrasive early on in the game. Obviously I didn't with Nasir, but that was kind of just an obvious pick in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um the abrasive people early on seem seem to not last very long. That's the second goal of the Dunchain is to pick people who uh who are gonna go home soon because then you have less dun chains on the board. Um I'm honestly I'm between Brad and Ricard right now. The thing with Ricard is though I think he could make it really far, but I don't think.
0: I think I'm Ricard gonna... has potential.
1: Yeah, I'll I'm, be gonna... honest. I'm going with Brad. Yeah,
0: Brad. Okay. Yeah, I. You know what? You were saying like I think like picture Brad in the in the final three jury questioning. Mm-hmm. Is he flustered in your brain? Because oh, yeah. he is in mine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. I just. I can't. I can't see him being. I can't see him winning. Like as soon as someone says something like "not a hundred percent positive," mm-hmm. I can see him being like shocked and like not knowing what to say. Like his yeah. mouth is open. The, his his, his uh, gums are showing. <laughs> yeah, his jaw is uh, a little bit more forward than it normally is. He just shook his head. His eyes are kind of wide. He just did a quick shake of the head, and he's waiting for the person to stop talking so he can interject. Yeah, that is. Did I paint? What a picture I just painted! Oh my gosh, that's Brad. Yeah, in the final two, but he's not going to be there. But yeah, I he doesn't feel like a winner to me. He could be a winner as a person. He doesn't feel like a winner of Survivor to me. Yeah, who Who would would you have have done change if you were me? Um, I think. God, I hate doing this. (laughs) I think I would do genie. (laughs) I I don't know why. I am dumping on her so bad and I don't mean to. I just don't see it. Like I
1: have debated done Heather because she didn't
0: say anything. (laughs) Right. I thought about that too, but I was like, Ah, she didn't go to tribal. It's not the craziest thing, she didn't talk. Yeah. So Yeah, by that I mean by that measure Erica should be almost gone. But yeah. No, she's in the camera. So yeah. Jim was like the main character by the end of the office. So, yeah. mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Eric is going to win. Uh, yeah, I, I probably would have went Nasir and Jeannie, I would say. Gotcha. Just cause I hate Jeannie for some reason. Just I like Jeannie. I just, I, for some reason, I just don't see it. That's, and I, I like to be right more than anything. And I just, I don't see it. And if I don't see it, I'm going to say that I don't see it. Yeah. So, okay. Um, So that's all we have for you guys today. Um, make sure you follow us like pretty much everywhere. Now we got, uh, we've expanded. Yes. You could subscribe on Apple podcasts. It's the reality gurus podcast. Subscribe on Spotify, Spotify, Spotify. Uh, that is also the, the reality gurus podcast. You've honestly probably got here by clicking on the link to one of those, but if you want to switch it up, Hey, we're on both. Um, uh also the youtube at the reality gurus honestly don't post on youtube a lot it's mainly just the emergency press conferences um the three big ones right now though are twitter at the reality gurus um tweeting live tweeting during the episode that is my jam um also emergency press conferences following the episodes and tweeting out the link to the episodes every week uh instagram at the reality gurus also, a uh, great way to see the emergency press conferences. Also, announcements for every uh, every episode getting dropped. And I think if the Instagram gets big, I mentioned maybe uh, live stream um, tribal councils, like tribal council reactions. Mm-hmm. That is my uh, – if we build up a big following, that is the move, I think. What's the um, number? The number Which, of followers? Um. I don't know because I feel like even if you have a lot, like not a ton of people watch lives.
1: Mm. What if we get? Well, the thing is, following if you're following a a Survivor pod, more inclined.
0: Yeah, I'd say got to be a couple hundred at least. That's going. I was thinking 500 in my mind. Yeah. Okay. Sure. If We get 500. Heard it here first. 500 will hit. Dave and I will. i have never Instagram Live before. Figure out how to do the split screen thing. And we'll talk about uh, the tribal <laughs> as it's happening. Um, also on TikTok at the Reality Gurus, I've been on the trends. I've been trying to find a good trend and uh, TikTok once a week to announce the dropping of a new episode where you get to figure out where exactly we stand on Nasir. That is the big, the big answer that is always or the big question that is always answered um, every week. So, yeah, Twitter, Insta, and TikTok are all at The Reality Gurus. YouTube is – there's no at because they don't do that, but it's The Reality Gurus. And then, yeah, all the podcasts are The Reality Gurus podcast. So you can follow us at any of those locations, and feel free to reach out. That would be nice of you. <laughs> Unless you're mean. That would be mean of you. Um, okay. uh, Thanks, yeah, a little, little bit of a longer episode because we had a two-hour episode of Survivor, so it ran a little bit long. Um, but that's all I have. Dave, you got anything else?
1: No. If we're still doing ads, just fast-forward through those if you get
0: bored. Yes. But uh, for now, no, I think. so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone's going to... All the ad people that were about to fill up our pockets and write us blank checks are like, well, they're going to tell everyone <laughs> to skip the ads. <laughs> <laughs> so uh we were kidding we were kidding take it, take it. Um, yes uh all right uh yeah that'll do it for this episode thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you all next time